You're listening to Inside Out. Inside Out with Tim Gilligan is a podcast providing weekly biblical insight to encourage you on your walk with God. What you do day by day takes you to your future. And most of the time, the greatest fruit in your life is cultivated through the small spiritual disciplines you exercise on a consistent basis. This podcast is meant to help you live a life that is happy, stable, fruitful, and blessed. And now, let's get ready for Pastor Tim. Enjoy today's episode. Hello, welcome back again to Inside Out. Thank you for joining me. And uh, we're in some exciting episodes. I'm going to take a, a number of weeks, a number of episodes here, and simply talk about the Holy Spirit. Uh, historically, um, each episode of Inside Out and uh, normally goes about 10 to 12 minutes. And I intentionally am going to go just a few minutes longer uh, because of the import of, the, of this subject and this person, the Holy Spirit. And uh, boy, just a fresh awareness in me of how much I need the Holy Spirit to help me. Because, um, come on, let's get honest today. I am so limited. I have the best intentions. And, you know, you get yourself more and more educated and trained and you're disciplined and you're committed, you love God, but um, man, we can't do this by ourselves. And the Apostle Paul makes that very, very clear. And uh, it's very, very clear to me. I'm sure it is to you as we think about it. And, and so most of the times that we come up short or the most of the, time, most of the times where we end up afraid or limited or um, off track even, or you know, we cave to temptation or um, anxiety or whatever it would be, we, we need to realize there's way more help available to us than we are taking advantage of. And that help is the Holy Spirit. And the advantage, that, that language, those words came from Jesus that the Holy Spirit, it's to our advantage that He left and that the Holy Spirit would, would come and be with us. And so I'm so thankful today for the helper of the Holy Spirit. I read a book a, a number of years ago that really uh, referred to the Holy Spirit as kind of the forgotten part of the Trinity, the forgotten uh, part of the Godhead. And we're very aware of our Heavenly Father and of our Savior, Jesus. But um, I'm telling you what, the Holy Spirit is the one who's with us and in us. And we'll talk more about that you know, as we go uh, through this uh, several episodes regarding the Holy Spirit. Um, but we need help, and we need a higher and greater help than just the people around us. But don't fail to take advantage of the precious and credible people that are all around you that God has put in your lives, but even beyond them. And uh, I want to go back to this, and it's going to be a foundational statement probably in every one of these uh, episodes regarding the Holy Spirit and the holy help that he brings. But here it is. You and I, we cannot handle or overcome the world, our flesh, or the devil without help from the Holy Spirit. And so we do have the Holy Spirit to help us. He is with us. He is in us. And, and realize this, that he's present, he's able, he's active, and we want to be living with him, an awareness of him, accessing, taking advantage of the Holy Spirit present with us. He is fully able. He's active in our lives. Now, in Old Testament, the book of Zechariah 4, 6, you might know this verse, it says, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. So it's not by might, that really uh, sums up in this way, it's resources. So you can have all the resources in the world that will help you, but that's not going to fully help you. Uh, 
nor by power, and that's, that refers to strength and ability. So if we're going to do anything, it's not really going to be fully by our resources, our strength, our ability, our education, anything else. Ultimately, it is by my Spirit, says the Lord Almighty. So it's vital for us to invite the Holy Spirit to help us, and it is vital for us to ask Him to help us to be sensitive to Him and responsive to Him that we don't end up hard-hearted. Well, there are numerous um, symbols and imagery for the Holy Spirit uh, throughout Scripture. He, he's a dove, He's wind, He's water, He's oil, He's uh, fire. And I want to talk about fire a little bit today. In, in the book of Matthew, Matthew writes, and this is John the Baptist speaking, he said, I baptize with water those who repent of their sins and turn to God. But someone is coming soon, referencing Jesus, who is greater than I am, so much greater that I'm not worthy even to be his slave and carry his sandals. Now, here's the line. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Now, fire is a wonderful thing. You know, sometimes we watch some of these uh, survival shows, and one of the first things anybody's going to need to do is, you know, you're going to need fire for warmth, for comfort, for uh, purifying water, or cooking food, or anything else. And um, fire is just vital in, in our lives. We've got to have the light. We've got to have the heat. And so fire comforts, it warms, it purifies, it illuminates. And scripturally here, theologically, it, it's a reference to God's presence. And we know that the Holy Spirit is the agent of action. He's the agent of presence uh, of, the, of the Godhead. So God's presence, but also I want fire to represent for us today, um, passion, passion, and passion's what you're what you're excited about. It's what you're focused on. It's what you're enthusiastic about. You know, and here we are in football season. Um, you know, if you're tracking right on calendar with us, uh, college football, NFL starting back up, and and people just are rabid at times. They're so passionate and excited about football. My grandson is starting to play. Uh, uh, football, tackle football this year, and it's just, it's just exciting, you know, and, and he's consumed with it. He's passionate about it. I'm, I'm going and watching. It's just, you know, there's a passion in the family and parents and the kids and the friends, you know, that, that come. And, and there's so many things in our life that we can get focused on and passionate about, enthusiastic about. And, but what about God? You know, we should have such a passion for God. And I'm not talking about being hypey. And, and we don't have to scream and jump all the time with our passion for God, but let's go back to the idea of fire. There's a fire on the inside, and we want to make sure that that fire is, is burning. It's burning the way it's supposed to be on the inside of us, in the altar of our heart. And so what does that fire look like for you right now, that fire of your passion for God? Um, is it blazing? It, is, is it glowing? Is it just smoldering? Or is it down to embers and sparks? Is it smoking? Has it, has it become nothing? Uh, and all of us, including me, um, we have seasons, we have days that are different than other days, seasons that are different than other seasons, but we have to guard that fire. We have to guard that, that passion for God uh, where we need to stoke the fire of our passion for God. Now, listen to this verse, and then we're going to expand a little bit on this. In Leviticus uh, chapter 6, in the book of Leviticus, get the root word there, Levi, um, the tribe of Levi were the priests 
uh, representing the children of Israel. And so largely, the book of Leviticus has to do with what is called Levitical law or procedure, instruction, and it's how they were to do certain things. And um, but it is so meaningful. Sometimes you're reading through it and you think, okay, does this apply to me? Um, at times it's not the most exciting book, but I'm telling you what, the principles gained out of this are so absolutely vital and important. So in Leviticus chapter 6, verse 12 and 13, it says, meanwhile, the fire, there it is, the fire on the altar must be kept burning. Let me say that again. The fire on the altar must be kept burning. It must never go out. Now think back to the fire, the passion. That fire, our passion for God on the altar of our heart must be kept burning. It must never go out. Let me continue reading. Each morning, the priest will add fresh wood to the fire and arrange the burnt offering on it. He will then burn the fat of the peace offering on it. Remember, verse 13, remember the fire must be kept burning on the altar at all times. It must never go out. Now, especially Old Testament Hebrew, one of the mechanisms of language that emphasizes something is repetition, and extremely so when it's so close here, and twice within two verses, the fire on the altar must be kept burning, it must never go out. And the second time that's that's brought to us, remember, it's huge, remember the fire must be kept burning on the altar at all times. It must never go out. So let me just say it to you this way. You have one job. I have one job, and it's this. We've got to keep the fire of our passion for God on the altar of our heart. We've got to keep it burning. It must never go out. So many things try to put that fire out. But guess what? You have one job, and it must be kept burning. Now, back in verse 12, it says, each morning the priest, each morning the priest will add fresh wood to the fire. So this instruction is given to the priest. It's the priest's job. It's your job. Because guess what? You're the priest. And that's my question to you. Who is the priest? Who is going to tend the altar of your heart? Who is going to tend the fire of of God's passion on the altar of your heart? Who's going to make sure fresh wood gets there? Get this, every morning. Who's going to make sure that this fire doesn't go out? It's, It's going to be you. Is going to be me. You and I are the priests. In First Peter, it says, you are a royal priesthood. And here's how you're qualified. You have direct, direct access to God through Jesus. And you, as the priest, are to add fresh wood to the fire every morning. And here's the truth. And you already know this, but let me give you right from Scripture, too. We know this in a practical sense, in a natural sense, and here in a spiritual sense. Proverbs 26, 20, without wood, a fire goes out. And what is our job? You and I, as the priest, every morning, at least, we're to add fresh wood to the fire because that fire must not go out. And so don't just get legalistic. Well, it's only in the morning. Well, first of all, make sure it's every morning that you start your day checking that fire, you know, to make sure that the fire is burning and adding. It's not just assessing where the fire's at. It's adding fresh wood to that fire every day, every morning. But if, if our responsibility, if our one job is to keep that fire burning, then throughout the day as we monitor the fire, so to speak, 
uh, it might need some fresh wood throughout the day because I'm going to tell you, there's so many things that are trying to put that fire out. And you and I must make sure that we keep that fire burning. You and I have one job. You say, no, no, I've got so many other things to do. And I understand that, and I do too. But let me tell you, priority, first thing, if you can take care of this job of keeping the fire of your passion for God burning on the altar of your heart, I promise you it's going to help every other, quote, job that you have to do, every other task that you have to do. If you keep that passion for God, that fire for God, burning on the altar of your heart. I think it's going to help everything else. It's going to help your relationships. It's going to help your energy for even the mundane task or the unpleasant task. You know, there's some things in life that's like, well, this is my responsibility and I've got to do it. And, and there may not be much reward from it, but it's your responsibility. There may not be much takeaway from it. It may not be that fun or exciting, but it's something that you have to take care of. We all have those things. But if we have our passion for God, you know what? You're going to do it as unto the Lord. You're going to realize, as we've talked about, the Holy Spirit is with you to help you. And you know what? There will be an incredible grace upon you for it. And we have difficult people in our lives and difficult situations in our lives. And guess what? If we have that fire burning on the inside, that's your one job. It's going to help us with all the rest of our jobs, tasks, responsibilities of life. So you, my friend, are the priest that you have this job to maintain that fire, that passion for God in your heart. Every morning, make sure you're adding fresh wood. And in the next episode, I'm going to talk about, uh, I'm going to suggest to you some of the fresh wood that we, we could add to keep that fire burning. In the meantime, you, I think you know some of these things. Most of all, it's intentionality and focus that you don't let your passion get, get diverted and distorted to other things. You keep your heart, keep your mind on God and keep your passion for God. The Holy Spirit will help you because he's the one. He comes and he baptizes us with the Holy Spirit and with fire, and the fire is passion for God. You love God, you'll obey God. You love God, you'll follow God. And when you love God, you're going to be so, so aware that he's with you, he's in you, and he's helping you. So until next time, I pray you have an awesome week. Remember, my friend, you're the priest. Take care of that fire. And next week, we'll talk about some fresh wood that we can put on that fire to keep it going. God bless you. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Inside Out. If this content has been helpful to you, it would mean a lot if you'd leave a review or share this with others on social media. For more teachings and resources, you can visit Meadowbrook Church online at mbcocala.com. And if you have any questions for the podcast, you can send an email to podcast at mbcocala.org. That's all for today. We'll see you next time right here on Inside Out with Tim Gilligan.